the show. Welcome to the show. Hello, fanatics. I'm Dylan Phillips, and welcome to the Fan Attic, the podcast where we talk news and our views on movies, TV, video games, and anything else that comes to mind, while we drink copious amounts of alcohol for your enjoyment. To my right, it's the co-host, and she is the Watson to my Sherlock. It is Alex Hicks. Hey, hey. <laughs> That's a lot better of an intro than the last time. You're going to never let me forget that, are you? Nope. Yep. Okay, great. It was really creepy. <laughs> yeah, okay, I will live that moment again. But... Every day of your life? Yeah. It's ruined my life now. Anyways, so we've got a lot of news to talk about, and it's a good one for you today, everybody. Mm. So, Alex, take it away. So, our first topic that we're going to discuss is Castle Rock. Yes, so Castle Rock. Uh, This is a whole thing to do with Stephen King's multiverse in his books. And Mm -hmm. J.J. Abrams and Stephen King are going to be making a 10-episode TV series for Hulu. And so what happens is they are making this in this multiverse of Castle Rock where a lot of his short stories are set, like It and Cujo. And uh, they haven't really told us whether or not it's going to be directly related to these uh, short stories or if these short stories are just going to be referenced in passing. Uh, Or they're going to come up with a whole bunch of new ones. Yeah. So we don't know what's going to happen, but it sounds really exciting. And Basically, this is my dream team. J.J. Abrams and Stephen King. Uh, My dream... uh, Shut up. It's my dream team. mm. Dream team. But I'm really upset that it's on Hulu because I don't have a Hulu. Yeah, this is how they're going to get you to go on Hulu. I will leave Netflix for Hulu just for Stephen King. Just for Stephen King. Yeah. Yeah. They did... um, There was a a Stephen King uh, miniseries. I'm pretty sure it was called The Lake House on Netflix before, and it was really good. It was super spooky. Um, But this guy, I think he, like, rents a cottage or he moves out, and then he he keeps having all these visions of people who used to live in the house. It was really creepy. It scared the crap out of me. It really freaked me out. But it was was good. So Mm -hmm. I hope that this is... I think this will be great. J.J. Abrams is an amazing director, and yeah. he's well, very director, he's very producer. conscientious as yeah. a director. Like he, when he went to direct the episode seven, he he almost turned it down a bunch of times because he didn't want to wreck mm-hmm. Star Wars. He didn't want to be the person who ruined Star Wars. And I think a director like that who really cares about the story, I, I don't see how you could go wrong. J.J. Abrams is one of my favorite all time favorite directors. Well, first of all, George Lucas was the one that not only created Star Wars, but destroyed it with the prequels. So, he just didn't want to further further wreck that was happening. But, I think, yeah, it's it's good. Stephen King has so many books that people enjoy mm-hmm. and uh, or or are terrified by absolutely like i read cujo i didn't even finish cujo i got like two thirds of the way through it and then cried myself almost to sleep because it was so terrifying and didn't sleep but don't once. you always cry yourself to sleep no okay i'm like really bad with, i'm really bad with horror films so paranormal activity was a no for me i watched paranormal <laughs> activity i did this stupid thing when i went to visit my friend at university me and one of her roommates stayed up all night watching um paranormal activity films but mostly we stayed up all night watching these films because we couldn't go to sleep anymore because we were so terrified so so, so what are your thoughts on sinister no, 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 no. <laughs> Just no. Nope. I'm no big so, right out So essentially there. what you're saying is you cry yourself to sleep six days of the week, and the other day you get drunk for the podcast and then, <laughs> and then pass out. And then forget all the scary movies yeah, that I watch. Exactly. Every Halloween I try and watch scary movies, and every Halloween I go, why did I do this to myself? <laughs> yeah, we tried to do that. I wanted to watch oh, more, but you guys God. are like, no, they're too scary. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Anyways, off topic. (laughs) Castle Rock, that's the news that came out. We're quite excited for that. So the next piece of news is a little bit interesting. So Harrison Ford. (laughs) Has to stop trying to be Han Solo. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. God, this guy. So I think God, he's been it's in not like funny though, because he could have killed somebody. Yeah, really. he's been in like three or four accidents, like trying and to get his car accidents. License. These are freaking plane accidents. Yeah, <laughs> and the most recent one was he thought he had clearance to land at an airport, and he ended up not landing on the runway, but trying to land on the taxiing area. And we're not and talking f- about taxiing planes. We're talking about taxi taxis. <laughs> no, taxiing planes. Really? Yeah, like he flew over. Where the planes are like brought around in near where like the uh, oh, terminals are. Oh, I thought you meant like no. he was okay. I no, thought he, he was like flying over, over people's of a, taxis. No. People getting picked up from the airport being like, oh my god, it's Harrison Ford. No, an actual <laughs> passenger plane oh with like 300 god. people in it. He just flew over it. Pretty good story though. Like all the people that oh, yeah. thankfully Pro- survived that. that yeah. We were on the plane that Harrison yeah, Ford almost he hit. He almost killed us. Yeah. I was almost killed by Harrison Ford. That's a pretty good story. <laughs> yeah, then you can be in the same realm as Greedo. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 
But he but, was... Okay. Oh, just... <laughs> I'm not going to go Harrison that. Ford, stick to flying only in movies. Yeah. Stick to driving vehicles that have your last name. Yeah. Like, <laughs> come on. Just stick Especially to Especially those ones with the built-in feature where they... The car stops when you're about to hit an no. object without no, you having to stop them. Yeah, no. Well, Harrison Ford clearly needs it. No, nope. robots. He can't see taking over the world. Yeah. Anyways. They've already assimilated <laughs> into society. We don't know who is and who isn't an android. So our next topic, um, this is an article that Dylan found. Yes. It's actually pretty hysterical. Um, it's called Six Horrifying Realities of Living in a Sitcom Universe. <laughs> and I genuinely never really thought about this because you just sit down and watch TV and you don't really pay attention to how creepy these things would be in real life if they happened to you. So the first one is that nobody ever laughs. And this instantly made me think of that 70s show with Donna whenever Eric makes a really bad joke. And I've been rewatching this. And she like she looks at him like she's going to murder him mm-hmm. in cold blood. Like He says something stupid and she kind of tries not to laugh as an actress. And then her character is just like, I'm going to kill you. Except there's a laugh track playing, so it makes it less sinister, but it's still really creepy. I find it funny because you'll look at the two different types of sitcoms that are out there, and it's based on single and multi-camera. And so when you have single-camera sitcoms, there's usually no sound uh, laugh track. So you have things like Modern Family, Arrested Development, um, just shows like that where... And like The Office and Parks and Rec, where you have the characters maybe breaking the fourth wall a little bit, but at the same time, there's no laugh track, so it actually seems plausible and like somewhat entertaining with these people being awkward. Whereas if you watch any of these multi-camera shows where they take away the laugh track, all of a sudden, it just seems so awkward. Like, I watched a bunch of them. Uh, Everybody Loves Raymond looks like Raymond wants to commit like a murder-suicide and uh, kill his whole family (laughs) yeah and raj is like the most bigoted person in the world and sexist pig uh and it's just so ridiculous to see what these characters are like like all the characters on friends are just so rude to one another if you watch Mm -hmm. it chandler looks like he's like one uh like quip away from just murdering everybody there too so it's it's (laughs) so intense because i always liked him he's so likable because he's funny and then but you take away the laughter and all of a sudden it's really dark yeah so i mean that that'd be scary to actually have going on where any of your jokes just all of a sudden everyone goes silent and nothing's funny anymore but you just oh that'd be creepy okay so that's really creepy um the next one dylan you want to read this one yeah so the second one is probably in my opinion the most terrifying on this list and it's that at some point your baby will get swapped and and, i mean you see it on sitcoms all the time where they eventually like kids are gonna grow faster than they do on tv because the shows are not in real time and so you end up having these uh babies and toddlers grow out of their characters and so you have to swap actors and Sometimes it works, but most of the time that's some freaky stuff. Yeah. And to have that actually happen to you if it was in real life, like all of a sudden you just go into your kid's room the next day and it's just a completely it's new gone. child. <laughs> like that is some like invasion of the body snatcher shit going on. Yeah, there. no thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, that's really creepy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not about that life. So um, Alex, what is the next one on oh, this list? Oh, oh, okay. Um Everyone is a compulsive sex addict. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I can see oh, that in, in sitcoms. This just makes you think of Barney Stinson. Yeah. But apparently he's not he's not the character that has had sex with the most partners. Yeah, apparently um, Blanche from Golden Girl has had it's a really quote-unquote pelvis-destroying 165. I think that, I mean, I looked at this list and it says Jerry Seinfeld, 66, Fraser Crane, 63, Ted Mosby, 30. Phoebe, 32 and a half. First of all, a half? I forget what this half what? was. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that. I don't remember that either. And but you're the friend's expert. This, yeah, but you look at it and it's like, okay, they say the average woman has four sexual partners and the average man has seven. And then you look at these characters and it's like 60, 63. I really and, want to know what the half is, though. How do you have a half? How is it? How? What's half of sex? Top stuff only. But that's just not sex. This is like micro cheating all over. It. You, you either had Semantics. sex or you didn't. A <laughs> uh, little person? I don't think that counts. No, I don't think that's. That's what just it a means. really crude that's, joke. That's still just sex. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, no. This th- yeah. <laughs> to to live in a world like this where everyone's just like crazy and constantly just. I mean, isn't that the world we live in now, though? Yeah, I feel like with very... Tinder, there's uh, what? What did you say? The there was like an average, right? Somewhere yeah. in here. Yeah. 
The, the average um, average for women was four and men was seven. Yeah, it's definitely with the you you've given us Tinder and this is just just not accurate anymore. Yeah, like think, if you ask the average millennial, I'm sure that's not the truth. I think anymore. that this uh, this horrifying realization of sitcom universes is applicable to our society. Oh, no. So it doesn't. <laughs> it's becoming real. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're one sixth so far of the way. Oh God. Unless you know someone who snatches babies, then we're two sixths. I really hope you don't know anyone who snatches babies. Okay, on to the next one. <laughs> okay, so the next one is that you are stuck with the same social circle for life. Now, so I, I don't, don't really, find super creepy. Yeah, I don't find it creepy, and I don't find it... Because some people are just introverted, and they can't handle having too many Well, also, like, around. throughout your entire life, you're not going to go out of your way to try and, like, meet someone at a coffee shop or whatever. Yeah. Because uh, if you have your self-contained group of friends that you've known from school or you know from work or uh, through other people, like, that's how you're going to meet people. You're not going to go out of your way and be like, oh, I've never done this before, so I'm going to go to a bar, and that's where I'm going to meet all my friends. Where I think it's super creepy is, like, with friends where they've all known each other since high school. Except for Phoebe, I guess. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> Our friend group has known each... Most of us have known each other since elementary but that's school. that's really normal and and but we went we yeah, all went normal, away yeah, and then we, we all, all went back. away everyone and had other friends and they came back to dylan <laughs> he drew us all back in yeah everyone um, used to have other friends and now they're all back but we all went away and had different friends but they didn't like on friends yeah. they were just friends with the same people from well, high no, school chandler their entire chandler lives. was from college with uh ross no he yeah. went to nope. yeah he did because there's nope. there's there's scenes where they're in high school nope, going it's to flashbacks to flashbacks it's prom. flashbacks to um, Monica and Rachel going to prom, and they Chandler there. was there. Yeah, Chandler was there because it was for Thanksgiving that they were there, and he brought his college friend. I swear friend. that there was. I I will bet you on that. Three hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. Oh. And Dylan's the resident friends expert. Okay, three hundred fifty thousand that Chandler knew them when they were in high school at some point before university. Who Who did he know in high school? Ross. I will take the bet that he did not know Ross in high school. Because no, no, he definitely did. Because no, um, he did not. Fat um, Monica had a crush on Chandler. Yeah, when she was in high school. Yeah. Yeah. So she knew him. Yeah, when they came back for Thanksgiving from college. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm still gonna take the bet. Yeah. Three hundred fifty thousand, and okay. we'll come back next week and see who's really rich. I, lo- I love money. <laughs> I'll give you all of the uh, the dryer lint that's in my jeans. <laughs> That's going to be 350,000 pieces of, of dryer lint. Yeah. yeah. And it's all dyed really blue because they're American Eagle jeans, so they're like oh God. bright blue. Not Old Navy? <laughs> no. No. Uh, so, yeah, I think that this doesn't, this isn't really horrifying because it's the same no, social circle. It's like weird. It's, no, it's not even that weird because it's I, a little weird it's how my life friends. is. Yeah, but you have other friends outside. I do have other friends, but, but at the same really time, have, like, yeah. do I go on vacation with those other friends? No, I go no. on vacation with this group of friends. And same with everything else. I do, like, So it's definitely holidays. not as creepy as having your baby. So, so far, t- <laughs> two sixths. Possibly three for baby snatchers. Uh, no baby snatching. Please. All right, That's so scary. Alex, what is number five? Um, okay, this one is really creepy and would be really unfortunate for me because I'm not very interesting. You're interesting. You have a podcast. <laughs> That's interesting enough. Someone's clearly murdering all the boring people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that... I mean, it does make sense, though. I mean, you look at sitcoms, and how many characters are so mundane and, like, dull yeah. that don't last more than an episode? And yeah. this isn't talking about, like, all the people that live in the universe, but it's people that are seen at the beginning, or someone who's supposed to be prominent, like a family show, and you have, like, the older brother or younger sibling, maybe. That all and, of a sudden disappears yeah, and never comes back. Yeah, disappears and never talk about them ever again, because that character was phased out of the show because no one liked them. Yeah. And, I mean, I can understand it if there's casting changes, and they kind of change the characters over, like, they did that um in married with children one of the actors who played the uh the male neighbor left and so they brought in a different guy and they were just like oh mm. it's a, it's a new boyfriend for the the woman and so it makes sense that way but then when you do it as this sense of like oh this this character like this actor was not part of the show anymore so let's get rid of this um this child but let's replace them because we still want that character for the dynamic with the family that's where it gets kind of weird mm-hmm. yeah yeah, it does get a little weird. But I don't like, know. I there mean, was, was an example in here um, that was really, really creepy. Somebody's sister, literally, or no, 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 no. No, it's the one from Happy Days where, like, yeah. the, the brother 
uh, Chuck Cunningham goes into the attic after like two seasons to go and That's get something. That's my nightmare never... because well, I live in the now? attic. Yeah. This is my attic. I live up here. <laughs> it's just like me going up in the attic and never coming back down. Yeah. And like, like my no sister's one, locked And no here. one would ever talk about you ever again. It would just be like, no, it's like Alex the scene out of, um, Christmas vacation where he gets trapped in the attic, but they never <laughs> yeah. find him. Yeah. <laughs> he never falls through the ceiling. Well, and the then thing is, he's at, guys in that there. one, at least, like, they know he exists. And this one, it's like, you have yeah, been erased from everyone's existed. memory. Yeah. <laughs> That's freaky. That's, yeah. Okay. And the last one, so I guess this is supposed to be the creepiest, but I don't think it's the creepiest on the list, is that nothing ever changes and nobody ever learns anything. Isn't that how real life is? Kind <laughs> 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 Except your house doesn't get completely trashed, and then next day it's completely fixed, like nothing ever happened. Yeah, touche. But so, at the same time, it's like I would love it if that happened because I break stuff all the time. Yeah, that would be really fantastic. Because I'm complete kluds. Well, right? I mean, in Friends, they did like their place did change on occasion because the whiteboard had different things on it. They wrote different things. Yeah, but I'm talking about like there's this one example like, where something. Urkel literally falls. He jetpacks through the roof of the house and then the damage is never mentioned again. Okay, yeah. That and there's is- a one episode of The Big Bang Theory where Penny is making penny blossoms and she spends all of her money on oh, yeah, starting this company can- up and they're just like, eh, okay. And then the next episode is never mentioned again. She spent all of her money. She literally couldn't pay rent and then there was no resolution. Yeah. They just all walked away. So it's safe to okay. say that with sitcoms i mean these these are definitely realities in sitcoms yeah and if you were to live in a uh, a sitcom universe do you think you you think you this one's the only <laughs> one i'd like like i never have to fix the damage that was caused to my house everything was always perfect well, if you got really I'd angry never have to... you could just have like a, a bitch fit and just like beat up and punch the walls and stuff and the next day everything would be everything's fine. great it'd be like it'd be like groundhog day essentially as long as no one kidnapped my future children, or was the other one? Yeah, the creepy laughter thing. That's like very murderous so and freaky. <laughs> every every day, are you gonna wake up at six a.m. to "I've Got You, Babe"? No, dun, dun, dun. no, I'm gonna wake no? up to the Winnie the Pooh theme song. <laughs> 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 gotta get up, gotta get going. <laughs> gonna see a friend of mine. Creepy. <laughs> yeah, no, I I wouldn't want to live in a sitcom universe. I mean, I no, I constantly I, we'd definitely get killed off. <laughs> yeah, I with all my dad jokes. those ones survive but i think i always reference sitcoms when i'm relating our our friend group to tv people so like friends how i met your mother big bang theory uh i think that all of these aspects though like some of them are real like you do tend to gravitate towards the same social circle but at the same time if i found that i walked into the bedroom of my child and saw that it had completely changed i would think the cylons <laughs> are worrying. taking over we have to <laughs> kill everyone now and then i would get to a bunker and i would make sure to never look back oh god like that that is yeah. what would happen or like my sister killed me and left me in the attic and people just didn't notice that i died yeah that'd be really worrying <laughs> Okay. All right, so those were the six horrifying realities of the sitcom universes. Some horrifying, some not so bad. <laughs> yeah, not, not that bad, but... All right, so we've talked about the three big news topics that we're going to talk about this week, and now we're going to go to the smaller ones that we're just going to go through relatively quickly. So the first one was a video that I saw that was... Basically, they took the battle sequence from the Lego Batman movie, and they took mm-hmm. the song from it, and they put it to the Batman action sequence from Batman v Superman. And all of a sudden, Batman v Superman didn't suck. (laughs) Oh my god, like, for those three minutes, you just thought, this movie is badass, it's so good, all it needed was a little bit of death metal, and -hmm. then all of a sudden, you get back to the reality that Zack Snyder's DCEU sucks. All I want now (laughs) is, like, a live-action version of the Lego Batman movie. With Ben Affleck? No, with Will Arnett as Batman, and it's just making fun of Batman. But it's, like... Not so PG, because the one thing I didn't like about the Lego movie was it was too PG. Mm-hmm. I think it would be really funny to do... I know we talked about, like, last week or the week before about how um, parodies are kind of dead, but mm-hmm. I think that would be one that I would definitely go see. Well, I think it would funny. be less parody and more um, bordering on the fact that it's a comic book, and so it's yeah. going to be more comical. Like, Deadpool slash Spider-Man version of Batman. Hmm. 
<laughs> I think it'd be funny. But I think that 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 trailer, well, that video, if you haven't seen it, go watch it because yeah. it was really. We'll put a good. link in the description. Yeah, so you can check that out. All right. So the other piece of small superhero news isn't really entirely related to movie per se, but Alex, what what was it? Oh yeah. <laughs> so um, uh, Hugh Jackman was doing an interview where he said that. Uh, Ryan Reynolds was literally camping outside of his house begging him to be in the next Deadpool movie, which I think is hysterical. And after seeing Ryan Reynolds in, like, a couple of interviews, I feel like it would be totally something he would do. Like, I can picture him out there, like, outside of Hugh Jackson's house with a boombox, just like John Cusack. (laughs) I would think that he would go one step further and just bring, like, a record player and, like, have it attached with all the things. (laughs) With giant stereos. Yeah, just not one piece. Bring in Ryan Gosling to play some piano in the background because you cannot deny the Ryans. <laughs> yeah. Those two those two lovely no. Canadian boys. How could you say no to them? Yeah. Uh, so the other two pieces of news are both food related. The first one is that the Icelandic president banned pineapple on pizza. Apparently he did not and something oh. was misconstrued. He really dislikes pineapple on pizza but he says he does not have the power to ban pineapple on pizza <laughs> unfortunately I think, I think he should give himself the power to because that shit I is disgusting i don't think he can as a president and please don't say that to donald trump or we'll be in a lot of trouble <laughs> we're banning churros but i would not be upset if somebody banned pineapple on pizza because that is a disgrace to all things human yeah <laughs> why why would you why just out why? of all the options that you have to put on a pizza that is the worst just like, the worst. It's the like one, putting okay. Jolly Ranchers on a pizza. Just well, why would okay, you do out of it? the ones that they give you as options. Yes. Even anchovies, they're disgusting, but I can see why some people might yeah. like them. Pineapple is just a no, and you just need to rethink being a human because you're doing it wrong. <laughs> and the last piece of news is that the company that owns both Burger King and Tim Hortons, what we have flowing through our veins, essentially, as Canadians... Has decided to uh, purchase Popeyes for $1.8 billion. $1.8 billion worth of breakfast sandwiches in the Popeyes biscuits. Because <laughs> that would be amazing. If I'm not fat now, I'm going to get fat. And Timmy's is my <laughs> healthy option. I'm like, I don't want to be disgusting today. I'll get a Timmy's. <laughs> but now, oh God. But if they, honestly, if they started like mixing the menu items, that would be so good like could you imagine going to timmy's in the morning getting a breakfast sandwich but it's in the popeye's biscuit and then getting like you could get the the timmy's chicken sandwiches which are really kind of gross because it's like about that much chicken it's like a line of chicken and then some white squishy stuff and then bread crumbs but instead putting the popeye's chicken in it because everything else about the sandwich is really good it's got like kabata bread and it's got this really nice sauce on it and then just stuff some popeye's chicken in there and you're you're set for the day you're done and you know what's the one thing that they won't have on the menu what ham and swiss stop that is my nightmare they took away the ham and swiss i'm so mad and now they put so it's like ham and cheddar and i'm lactose so i can't really eat cheddar i'm okay with swiss for some reason but i can't eat cheddar or i feel really sick so they put so it's ham and cheddar and the ham has gotten really gross and then the and then and it's um uh ranch dressing oh god on top like it wasn't so bad with the swiss cheese but with the cheddar it's like Oh, Why ranch? Wouldn't it be like mayo? It. No, it's it's literally ranch dressing and cheddar and I can't deal ham. With and then it, the bun gets really soggy. Oh, God, it's so disgusting. No one likes a soggy oh, bun. It's so bad. They need to bring back Swiss. Please, Tim Hortons, please bring back Swiss. <laughs> I just need the Swiss. And with that, we will finish up with the news. So next up is Take It or Leave It, a rapid fire segment of our thoughts on this week's announcements and upcoming releases. So, first up, I'm going to say it because apparently Alex can't say this name. Tarragon Egerton. <laughs> that is Karen Edgerton, f- known for Kingsman and Eddie the Eagle. W- the uh, pictures from his movie Robin Hood were released. And so Robin Hood is going to be starring him as the titular character, as well as Jamie Foxx as uh, Little John. And we've got Jamie Dornan, the guy from Fifty Shades of Grey, as Will Scarlet. Oh, dear. So um, I'm really confused by the age difference there. You got Jamie Foxx, Little John, and then you've got Tarragon. <laughs> Sorry, Robin what's Hood. his name? Tarragon. 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 We're gonna go with that. Um, 
that's a really big age difference. It's yeah. like well, it's a different little take John on the, is all of, a, all of a sudden his dad. <laughs> it's a different take, though. Yeah, I guess so. But it's still a little weird, kind of creepy. Why is this, like, really old man hanging out with this young kid? Because he's, like, what, 20-something? Karen. Maybe. I don't know. And Jamie Foxx is how old? Like, like 50. 50-something? Yeah. That's a bit creepy. I don't know. I'm going to take it. Little John's got to get some new friends, some older friends. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take it regardless because he was good in Kingsman, and I always love me some Robin Hood. I'm going to take it because... He's really hot. <laughs> I think that's my- That's your... That's always it. It's like Diego Luna. Well, he's hot. He is. No. Um, I really liked him in The Kingsman. I thought he was... Um, I don't know. I just really liked his character. Would not be a good character for the uh, Robin Hood universe, but he's still a good character. Um, I I liked his, his acting. I thought he was great. And I... Um, I love Robin Hood. I like those those types of films. Mm-hmm. It's um, interesting folklore. And Princess Bride is one of my favorite movies. So if they could go in that direction, that would be nice. I'd rather <laughs> them go in the direction of Men in Tights. Yes. <laughs> All right. So the next is that there were two movies that had uh, cast photos come out. And mm-hmm. so it's to announce that both of them have started production. So the first one that we're going to talk about is Jurassic World 2. What do you think? I'm going to take this one. Um, because I really, I did really like the first film, Bryce, what's her name? Bryce, Bryce Dallas, Dallas Howard. Howard. Yeah. I can't stand her. She's so irritating. I can't, I can't, I just couldn't, just, I, if I was, if that was, if I was the director or producer of that film, her character would have been gone ASAP. Like there was no reason for her character. It didn't really, mm-hmm. I, I and I didn't like the kids either, but I, I liked, I liked the, the, the way they, uh, that, um. Why am I blanking on his Chris name? Pratt. Chris Pratt was like training the dinosaurs and how, I mean, it's like they're wild animals, animals. So obviously they weren't going to obey him at first, but it was cool. The dynamic between him and the dinosaurs I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd like to give the franchise another chance because it wasn't like the best movie I've ever seen, but it was pretty good. So I'll definitely see how that one goes. Yeah. Um. I'm going to leave it. I think I wasn't a big fan of Jurassic World. I saw it twice in theaters, and that's only because I saw it with two different groups, not because I wanted to see it again. Um, I felt like it relied too much on nostalgia. The characters were kind of bland outside of Chris Pratt. I mean, you had Vincent D'Onofrio, who was decent as a villain, but aside from him, Bryce Dallas Howard was... Eh, the kids were boring in comparison to the Chris kids Pat that you've seen. Really good, he was, but at the same time, you, uh, one character does not make a movie. And I hated the fact... He like, helped it stay afloat, though. Like, I loved his, like, weird living in a cabin in the woods with the dinosaurs. Yeah, but randomly. still at the same time, like, there was too much, like, there was kind of a forced romance there that wasn't exactly yeah. needed. And as an archaeologist, I just, I did not like the stupid gene splicing of this dinosaur. That was weird. I felt yeah. like, like, why'd you have to make up a genetically altered <laughs> dinosaur to make this movie successful? You could have done something different and gone unique. Like, you actually brought in things like dinosaurs from the sea and stuff in this one. And, that was cool. And that was really cool, but they didn't do enough with it. Like, yeah, it paid off a little bit at the end, but, like, it didn't do enough throughout the movie, and I feel like they could have done something more with what we actually have rather than trying to come up with something new. I'll still take it though. I think I think they could do a lot with it. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they'll learn from the mistakes of the first one. Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> so the other uh, movie that released a cast photo is the untitled Han Solo movie. Ooh, I'm taking this. Yeah. I'm still taking yeah. this. I don't I'm even, super excited for this. I don't think I we think need to really even cool. talk about it. I think we're both taking it right away. I mean, we both love Star Wars. Han Solo is probably one of the best characters, if not the best character in the franchise. I feel like this is gonna be like Indiana Jones in space. Yeah. I think it's going to be really good. I'm, I'm excited. And, I mean, the cast is great. Between Amelia Clark, Donald Glover, and Woody Harrelson, those are three actors that I absolutely love. And there's a lot of I've parallels seen. between Guardians of the Galaxy, Star-Lord, and Harrison Ford. So, uh, or Harrison Ford's character in Han Solo. I think that's really kind of cool. So Yeah, his, I, his character in Han Solo? What character is that? What? <laughs> you said Harrison Ford's character, character in Han in, Solo. No, like, his... No, okay. Like, his character, <laughs> Han Solo, of Han Solo. We're getting you Solo. stuck on your words. <laughs> it's no, great. And especially now that they're bringing in, what's-his-face, um, Woody Harrelson. Yeah. 
He's such a good actor. As long as he doesn't have weird blue hair. <laughs> when did he have weird blue in, hair? Um, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy, wasn't he? Woody Harrelson? Who do you think he was in Guardians of the Galaxy? He was the, the guy with the blue hair. The bad guy with the weird jacket. Which Guardians of the Galaxy did you watch? Who am I thinking of as Woody Harrelson now? This is bothering me. Okay. I swear the, ba- right. the guys that could be bad guys in Guardians of the Galaxy, you have uh, Yondu. He wasn't, yeah, who, Yondu. Yeah, that's Michael Rooker. That's Merle from Walking Dead. Oh, right. You're right. I'm sorry. Those guys look a lot alike. Yeah. I okay, I'll give you that. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I thought you were going to say Hamish from Hunger Games, and I'm like, he doesn't have blue hair in that. No, but that's who I was thinking of. Wow. That's why I made that the more you know. comparison with Star Lord, but now I'm so wrong. But the, but I mean, there are kind of yeah. similar characters. Yeah. So. Okay. So. Wow, my mind was just blown. We, it wasn't. We else. just went on a tangent. <laughs> I'm gonna take it. Okay, I'm taking it. Okay, cool. The the next piece of news that we saw, well, upcoming announcements <clears throat> and whatnot, is Rick and Morty released its season three trailer. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, go see so it. It's the funniest thing ever. Like, you, if you're someone who goes on the internet a lot and you know memes and stuff, you'll appreciate Except this. Every millennial ever born. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna take it. Rick and Morty's probably one of the funniest adult TV, like, com, uh, animated shows currently. And so, I'm a big fan. Are you trying of to it. say cartoon? Yeah. <laughs> Cartoon is just such a childish word, but it is a cartoon though. So and it is yeah, a childish I, joke. I like, like it's it. stupid funny. Yeah, I like it. I watched the first two seasons and then I kind of forgot about it, um, because I guess there was no more episodes. But it was really good. It was very dark at certain points. Like sometimes you were kind of sitting there after watching an episode, like what just happened? This yeah. just got so dark so quickly. But it was. It's a good show. I like it. It's really funny. And they. Freaking Rickrolled me, and I didn't even know what was happening. <laughs> Dylan was watching it happen, and I'm like, I did, are they, are they Rickrolling me? No! <laughs> yeah, Rick just Rickrolled you. God dang. <laughs> it's a good show, though. So, yeah, I'm you're, excited for that taking. Yeah, taking, taking, taking. Yeah. Cool. All right, so the last two are upcoming releases from this week. There is technically four movies coming out this week, but we're um, not talking about two of them because they just didn't seem as... Uh, impactful to us for this week. So the first one is The Shack, starring Sam Worthington and Octavia Spencer. And so in this movie, Sam Worthington loses his daughter. Apparently she's kidnapped and killed. And so he is dealing with the grief and loss of his daughter. And he ends up like living through this weird afterlife experience with Octavia Spencer and a bunch of other people who kind of symbolize different aspects, I believe, of grief. Mm -hmm. And uh, it seems very much like a monster calls and stuff like that, where it's very um, impactful on people who have dealt with that sort of thing before. And so I'm going to take it. I think that uh, Sam Worthington has never shown uh, dramatic chops, at least to me, in most of his movies. So I can't. To like, you personally, he hasn't yeah, come to your to house. Me, yeah, and he hasn't you shown up and chops. yeah, he hasn't <laughs> recited Shakespeare to me on oh. my front porch. Uh, but, You'd love that, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, but he'd have to show up as as a navi. Okay. Yeah, but I think he uh, he hasn't disproven or proven his dramatic chops before so i think that i can't really throw him under the bus for it yet and octavia spencer is always great in everything i've seen her in so i'm gonna take this movie what do you think i'm gonna take it i'm being very optimistic this week um yeah yeah no it looks really weird um i remember seeing the trailer and just being like what is happening? I don't. I thought somebody just died, and all of a sudden we're walking through the secret garden. <laughs> but um, I, I think it's something everyone can relate to. Everybody, most people, I mean, everybody at some point in their lives will experience and be touched by a loved one dying. So I think it's a, an interesting topic to explore, and it's a different way of doing it. So I'm excited to see what they do with it and see if it's, I don't know. I'll take it. I'm, I'm interested. Uh, all <laughs> right. And so, Alex, what is the big movie coming out this week? <clears throat> Logan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Logan's coming out this week. Yeah. And so what do you think? Um, so I went to go see The Great Wall this past week, and I saw the trailer for Logan, like the full uh, movie theater version of the trailer, and I was like, what is happening? It was so gory. I hadn't seen – I'd seen, like – 
the one online and the one I'd seen at least wasn't super gory. But the the what's the little girl's name in it? X X twenty three. Yeah. She freaking she's in the woods and she comes running out of these trees and like just jumps on this guy and starts like tearing him to pieces. And at one point, Hugh Jackman's hiding under a car while she rips all these bad guys to shreds. And it's it looks amazing. I'm so excited. I really like what they've done with. Um, referencing the comic books like mm-hmm. at one point Hugh Jackman pulls out this comic book that she's been reading and he's talking about how this stuff happened but this isn't how it really happened so I think it's really cool that they touched on the comic books as yeah. well and referenced them uh I'm gonna take it too I think that it's probably gonna be Hugh Jackman's best uh rendition of Wolverine I think mm-hmm. that it's gonna show much more conflict and definitely give us a deeper layer to that character uh, it's sad to hear that this is both Hugh Jackman's final appearance as Wolverine, but also uh, Patrick Stewart's final appearance as Professor X. I hope I, they don't kill him off. I hope they just let him retire in peace. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I, Professor X. I'm hoping that the send-off that Patrick Stewart is saying is happening in this movie is as gratifying as he says. And so I'm, I'm definitely going to take it. I can't wait to see it. It's going to come out on, what, Thursday night this coming week. I'm going to watch it that evening. I, I'm going to rave about it and and talk about it to everybody and tell them to watch it, no matter what rating I give it. I already know I'm going to tell people to go see it. It's had, it's had pretty good ratings, too, right? It looks yeah, like it's, it's like, 96 on uh, yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, and the, the bad reviews I've seen don't really Yeah, the only movie that's, you know, been higher than that recently has been that Get Out movie. Yeah, which yeah. looks really good, too. Yeah, well, we already talked about that last yeah. week, yeah. Unfortunately, we didn't get to see it, so we don't get to talk about it now, but, you know, maybe next week. We don't know. Anyways, so to conclude, take it or leave it, uh, for Taron Edgerton and Robin Hood, we're both going to take it. Yeah, Tarragon. Uh, Jurassic World 2, Alex is going to take it, but I'm going to leave it. Han Solo, we're both going to take it, obviously. Rick and Morty's trailer, we're going to take that as well. And for the upcoming movies about the Shack and Logan, we're both going to take it, so... This week was, as you said, fairly optimistic. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of good announcements and upcoming releases coming out this week. So that's good stuff. Very exciting. Ow. (laughs) So now we're at the point in the show where we take a little break from what's going on in the world this week and we play a little game. So this is called Take Five. All right. So Alex is going to reveal our... Boba Fett helmet, where we get it out from under the table. <laughs> where we have five different games Ta-da! in there, so we're going to choose one of the games and we're going to play it. So the five games are reboots and recastings, uh, title tussle, six degrees, story time, and name that movie. So, who's going to pick? I'm not picking. All I right. don't want the stress of having to pick. <laughs> All right, I will pick, and it is <gasps> reboots and recastings Hooray! again. We've already played this what twice in two in four weeks. Have we really? Yeah. Oops. Wow. Oh, right. So. Can you get the uh, the glass of shame? All right, so how Reboots and Recastings works is we have a variety of already produced movies in this glass, and what we're going to do is we're going to pick one out, and we're going to recast it as if it was being made in 2017, just with current cast. Uh, we're only doing actors. We're not doing director or screenwriter or any of that stuff. We are just doing purely who would play what role and not really changing much beyond that. So... Alex, I picked the game. Why don't you pick with your chubby little fingers? I don't. I know I can't get my chubby fingers into this glass. Uh, do I have one? I think you have one. Okay. All right. Rambo. Rambo. Oh my god. <laughs> so confession time. Yeah. I've actually never seen Rambo. Oh. Yeah. How have you not seen Rambo? I haven't seen Rambo. Oh my god, John Rambo. It seems like all action stars... I didn't even star- know his most, first name was John. Most <laughs> action stars have the name John. John yeah, Rambo. So. John McClane. Isn't it John Car- Carter? John Connor? Carter? Connor. John Connor? Is that yeah. what you're going for? Yeah. Con- 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 well, there is John Carter, too. John Carter? It's, uh, it's that terrible Disney movie where the guy's from Mars. Oh. Anyways, okay, so we're going to cast it. So okay. basically, um, we just need to cast Sylvester Stallone's character. So basically, in case you don't know exactly what it is he's kind of along the lines of like guys like john mcclain where he's he except he's a guy from the army so he is basically being hunted and so in the first movie he's being hunted by the local um police and he just keeps taking out people because he just wants them to leave him alone Mm. so you need someone who can kind of do the action stuff but also is going to have the drama behind it so do you have any ideas my pick and you're not i don't think you're gonna like this 
Marky Mark. But Marky Mark's character from Shooter, with the mm. ponytail, and he's like, angry, uh, sniper. But, but he has to get really, like, really buff for the role. Like, yeah. really jacked with his dirty Boston accent. Yeah. Yeah. That's my Rambo. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. But okay. I read online that a lot of people were saying... And at some saying, point, he has to rap. Oh like, Mark Mark rap. No. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, no. Um, I've read online that a lot of people have said that they wanted Ryan Gosling to play Rambo. No! Which was, <laughs> I, I laughed at that. What? Um, no! Jake Gyllenhaal, maybe? Just because but he's he, so skinny. No, have you seen him in, uh, oh, I forgot the movie, but it was a, it was a boxer movie that came out. Oh, no, I haven't seen it. Oh, that. he was, he was swole in that. Really? Swole? Yeah, swole. Swole. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He, uh, he could maybe do it. I think if I was going to go with someone who's like super jacked, uh, Dominic Purcell from Legends of Tomorrow is pretty jacked. Um, and if you're going to go a completely different route, Terry Crews. Terry Crews, Black Rambo. Yep. <laughs> Terry Crews is the best, though. Exactly. But he's too soft. He's like a big teddy bear. Yeah, so you gotta get... Or Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He's also That's always the answer. Bear. The answer to everything is Both Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Both of them are just big teddy bears. Uh, have you seen the Fate and the Furious trailer? What about Ed Hardy? Ed? Ed Hardy? Who's Ed? I don't know. I think you mean Tom. I mean Tom. Tom. I, I like his younger brother, Ed Hardy. He's very <laughs> obscure. I've seen him in like a Gillette commercial. No, but I think... He just looks like an Ed. He looks like an Ed. He seems like an he Ed. He looks like a grunter. Mad Max. But no, I think Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy could too because he has that physicality behind him. Um, but you need someone who's going to be able to play both the dramatic and action side. I hate people mm -hmm. like some people might go, oh, who, who's someone that's action oriented? Maybe Gerard Butler, but he just has no drama behind him that it would just be. Really? I don't think Gerard Butler has enough drama behind him. I think. Have you seen his most recent stuff? Gods of Egypt? No, I didn't even bother to watch that. Yeah, don't ever. <laughs> like, even if it's on TV. But I think he's done drama well before. In the past, maybe, but not recently. That doesn't mean he can never do it again. Yeah, Everybody but also it depends on the type spells. of. Yeah. <laughs> Phrasing. What? Oh, God. Anyways, what? I think that for this one, uh, we only need to cast the one guy, and it's Rambo. Uh, Rambo is such an iconic character. Sylvester Stallone played him for, what, like four movies, I think? I think there's the three originals, and then he came back with uh, the new one uh, like t ten years later. And so it's a big character. It's It's like... Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger were the 80s mm -hmm. action heroes, aside from maybe like Jean-Claude Van Damme and uh, maybe Steven Seagal. But the other two still are above them with so many different characters. And I feel like you need to bring someone in that can do justice to this character. It's kind of like recasting Indiana Jones. Like, you don't want to do it, but you know it's going to happen. And so mm -hmm. for this one... And as long as it's not uh, Shia LaBeouf. Oh my god. Well, I that wasn't myself. a recast. That was just a. But if, his if son. you made him into the new Indian. So you're saying Rose. Shia LaBeouf should be the new Rambo? No, absolutely not. No. Like with his current hairstyle? No. And he should live stream them shooting the movie? No. No. Shia LaBeouf needs to go into a cave somewhere and figure his shit out. And then he already come looks back. like he could be in a cave. He does. <laughs> he <laughs> needs to go figure himself think, out and then come back to reality. I think you need someone who's a little bit younger and a little bit more action oriented than Marky Mark. Really? I don't know. I feel like you could do, like, he's not that old. He's I what? think you need younger. He's, like, mid-40s, maybe there's 50. there's no... Eh, I don't know. I think I you think need someone who's, like, 30 so that you can I do, think you like, four movies. I think you have the Liam Neeson in Taken I think movies, he's too, like, gritty. I think that's too old. Angry. No, not Liam, not actual Liam Neeson, but his kind of, his character in the, in the Taken franchise. Well, that's, like, yeah. Angry, older gentleman, yeah. but still jacked and could kick some serious butt. Okay, well, it's very hard to decide on what type of actor would play Rambo. Yeah, it's hard with those iconic characters who, I mean, it's the same problem with, um... Well, I mean, we did it with Terminator. Yeah. Like, Terminator's another big iconic character. It's hard. Got, it's but hard. We got you stuck can recast the rest of the cast, yeah. but that one iconic character, it's really hard well, it's to... because no one's going to say the same lines yeah. as them, right? And it's, like, it's totally different. I mean, it's it's not the same sort of time period Here you where go. What? You want somebody you want somebody older, gritty? Jason Statham. That'd be a good one. Yeah. yeah. Except with hair. 
He'd have to have no, hair. He doesn't look good with hair. Yeah, I've have seen, you seen him with hair. Have you he seen him in like good with hair. yeah, his He's like, like earlier films? And dark and yeah. I don't like it. It looks like Ooh. it looks like when you put Donald Trump's hair on. Yeah, <laughs> no, it doesn't look like that at all. But it looks yeah, it awkward. does. It just kind of looks like you drew it on. It looks like, like a wig. Yeah, yeah, he can't. Jason Statham needs no hair ever. Yeah. Cannot have hair. Just no. well, he's a swimmer, so he's used to it. But yeah, um, I think that that Rambo's definitely hard, but. I mean, there's definitely a you number. Could do it, but you I could think do it. I think you'd want an older-ish character, not super old, not like Ian McKellen old, but no. you know, you'd want someone who's 40s, between like thirty late, to like fifty. Yeah, 40 thirty to, to fifty. 40, thirty to fifty. Yeah. yeah, I'd say thirty because Mid you can do a young. You could do a young one. Yeah, I like Tom Hardy's not forty. No. Yeah, Ed Hardy maybe. <laughs> No, Ed Hardy's the younger brother. Yeah, so he's... He, so, so he's, he's like, in his 20s. Yeah. 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 Baby Hardy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we killed him off because he was boring. Yeah, we put him in the attic. Oh, no. <laughs> poor, poor Ed Hardy. <laughs> oh, poor. Oh, God. Uh, so, I guess it's it's very difficult to come up with a cast for Rambo, but if you think that somebody should replace Sylvester Stallone in the like titular Dylan. character... <laughs> If you think that someone can replace him and you think that uh, it would be a Dylan new... is Rambo. Oh, yeah. John Rambo right here. Yeah. Just, no. I think, uh, yeah, if you have any suggestions, let us know in the comments. And if you have any movies that you think that we should throw into the reboots and recastings glass of shame, let us know. But love suggestions. This has been Reboots and Recastings. And back to the planned programming. It's the weekly picks. Our choices for what's worth or not worth your time based on what we invested our time in this week. So, Alex, what's your first pick? Well, my incredibly valuable time, <laughs> not, was uh, invested this week in the Great Wall. So mm. I went to see that, and I have to eat my words now. Yeah. It was actually pretty good. Ooh. I said it was going to be terrible and a total waste of time. It, it's not the best film of the year. Um, like, I really didn't like Matt Damon in it. He was he was just boring. Um, and the female lead, who was the commander, she was... They should have made her a stronger character. Um, and she relied a little too much on Matt Damon, who is also a weak character. But some of the other characters in it were pretty good. Um, and I liked the plot line for the most part. I liked the enemy for the most part, although I think they could have divi diversified a little more. Um, but overall, it was a pretty good movie, and it was one of those ones that I would definitely say go see in theater, because there's a lot going on, and you're not going to get that unless you get surround sound and you have a really big TV mm -hmm. screen. So it was a, it was a good movie. Yeah. I would, yeah, I wouldn't go see it again in theaters, but i definitely watch it again once it comes out on Netflix or on DVD. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I saw the movie, too, and yeah, yeah that's my general consensus. And there was well. that one scene um, towards the end where she's saying like goodbye to Matt Damon and they make it kind of sexual, which mm. is awkward because throughout the whole film, it's not like they've been building up a relationship or anything. And then they kind of just undermine her whole character and go, well, she's just sexually attracted to Matt Damon all of a sudden, yeah. which I just think was stupid and out of place. But mm -hmm. everything else I really liked about it. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, so my first pick for the week is a show that I've been wa uh, binge watched seven. Binge -watched. Yeah, been watched uh, seven episodes of. So this week I actually watched one less episode of TV than I normally do. So I watched forty episodes this week. Um, yeah, even do that with a job. Same. But yeah, it's crazy. So uh, I watched seven episodes of this. I'm halfway through the season. It's been canceled apparently. Although, uh, so the full season is online. It's thirteen episodes. I don't see why it was canceled because it's a pretty damn good show, and it's called Conviction. It stars Haley Atwell and a bunch of actors that I know from other things, but I don't remember their names. So there's one of the guys from Graceland, which is a great show starring Aaron Tveit. There's Emily Kinney, who plays Beth in The Walking Dead. There's Sean Ashmore, who plays Iceman in the X-Men movies. And there's the actor who plays Tag in Friends, which was surprising because I haven't seen him in anything since Friends. So mm -hmm. it was pretty crazy seeing him. But this show is basically about a correct, uh, conviction investigation unit who ends up going and looking back at convictions and seeing if they actually were valid or if these people were wrongly accused and uh, incarcerated. And so uh, it's very socially charged <laughs> there's a lot of 
things that have to do with like society today, which I watched it and it's like kind of like, oh my God, this is the world we live in. This is kind of like traumatizing. But at the same time, it's so good to actually see that they're putting this stuff on TV and making people aware. And Haley Atwell's great in it. I've always heard her with a British accent with like Agent Carter and stuff, but this, she has an American accent. She actually can do it. She's very quirky. Her character is like someone who's very promiscuous, but lives under the spotlight constantly. So it's very cool seeing her play that. And I mean, she's a total babe. She's 10 out of 10. So, so you're doing it too. Well, I mean, yeah. Me. Don't we all do it? Yes. That's, that's what the media does to us. Yes. But Conviction, I, I like recommend it. hot people. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that's why you always look it's at okay. me during the podcast. So yeah, right. Conviction <laughs> is a show that I would definitely recommend to people who like shows like Law and & Order and Suits and stuff where it kind of borders on doing the law aspects but still having a little bit of the uh, criminal and like the police aspect. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a good show and I would recommend the first half of the season. At least I will definitely keep people updated on the second half of the season. Hmm. Okay. So Alex, what is your second so pick? So my second pick, and I picked this one because I watched, um, the great wall and I remembered how amazing the TV show was mm-hmm. and I actually did some research and well, not research. I freaking Googled it, <laughs> <laughs> but I did. So I, I kind of removed myself before I say what it is. I removed myself from it because I was so upset that we had no idea when the next season was coming out. There was only one season put out. It's all on Netflix. Um, but now the second season is coming out. So the great wall reminded me of it because of some of the weapons they use in the great wall. And, um, it just kind of, the, there's this whole part where they're diving off the wall and then finding things and then bouncing back up. So the show that I really want everybody to go watch right now is um, Attack on Titan. It's so good. There's a lot of drama. There's a lot of plot twists. The enemies in it are so cool. It's just such a unique and dark and really graphic um, uh, anime. So I really, really like that show. And it's coming out with a new season. And the people who read the mangas aren't going to find this anything new but there's a lot of um new uh new titans in it so there's at first it was just the the weird scary titans that were naked people and eating eating humans but now apparently there's going to be some titans who are fighting other titans there's some weird um he almost looks like a leprechaun titan and he's like attacking the other titans and then there's this other one that's covered in hair and then there's the armored titan that we see at the end of season 1 so it's really cool it's a lot of plot twists um and but i mean if you don't like subtitles it's all in subtitles for people who are watching it in english but it's still a lot of action so if you pay you have to pay extra attention to it but it's it's worth it yeah alex uh I tried to make Dylan yeah. watch it. We watched he wasn't the first... having the subtitles. <laughs> well, you got to focus you... on the TV yeah. so long, and like I'm in the middle of doing other things. So I mean, if you have the time to focus on it, it's good. But um, although the action does have, it's enough there that you don't need to like watch the screen very um, intently to actually understand everything that's going on. Yeah. Uh, the the big Titan in the first episode terrified the shit out of yeah, me with really the freaking cool. muscle face. He had, he had face. nightmares yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a weird dream, but. Uh, fever dream, but yeah, I, I'm still watching it. So I might bring this into my weekly picks in the foreseeable future and kind of get my take, but I've only seen one episode, so I can't say much. You definitely have to invest your time into it though because of the subtitle, but it's good. So my second pick is a show that my sister actually binge watched in within a month. I think it was like 80 episodes in a month and, uh, she's getting ready for the revival a series of it coming back in March. And so she told me I have to watch it. So we've been watching it and we watched 16 episodes, not even done the first season yet, but it's already a weekly pick for me. And it's definitely a great show. And that's prison break. I, uh, I talked about legends of tomorrow a couple of weeks ago, and it was about two of the, two of the criminal characters in that show, captain cold and heat wave played by Wentworth Miller and Dominic Purcell play brothers in prison break. And, uh, I didn't think that they could possibly play brothers in legends of tomorrow now that i've seen it that's all i'm going to see when i see that uh dc show again because these two have such a chemistry between them and the characters the uh way that they play them their motivations the even the tone of their voice and their mannerisms are so different these guys are really great actors and prison break is filled with tons of actors that you will have seen on other tv shows and some that you may have not but it deals with conspiracy it deals with prison life it deals with a whole bunch of intellectual stuff that like goes beyond just a right like what you would expect from a prison break like it's very much 
um, this huge convoluted plan that you don't fully understand and you get bits and pieces as you go. It's like a huge puzzle. Like Shawshank? Yeah. But even more so. I've never like, seen Prison there's, Break. There's a lot of, uh, there's so many layers to it. And I feel like um, the best thing about the show is the amount of cliffhangers you get. You get cliffhangers at the end of every episode and they're really good cliffhangers. A lot of shows end up not giving you these cliffhangers, but this one, every single episode, it just, I'm so glad I'm watching it now because I don't have to wait weekly to watch it. I can just binge watch it on Netflix. Like I was up till like five in the morning watching this stuff because I just, every single day, <laughs> That's I'm why like, he's so tired. <laughs> yeah, because every single episode would be like, oh my God, that just happened. I have to watch the next one. And of course I have it accessible to me. So yay. That's like for me with Pretty media. Little Liars. My sister and I will binge watch that. Whenever we go on vacation together, she'll come home from university and we'll just be sitting there like what's happening now yeah you have to watch more. we were up we went to my brother's wedding and we were oh no this was his this was after this um but we were we were in england and we binge watched until like five o'clock in the morning six o'clock in the morning so you can't we judge like, me for doing it if you've done it yourself yeah, Oh, no, it was my cousin's wedding yeah oh it's so bad though because we went to our wedding and we're just like zombies yeah. we're like oh <laughs> we just watched ridiculous hours of TV. So yeah, I can understand that. So yeah, I, I would definitely recommend prison break so far. Uh, I've only watched, as I said, about half of the first season I've watched 16 of 80 episodes. So I mean, a lot more to go, but yeah. I'm hoping that it's just as good going forward. I, I honestly don't know when they actually have the prison break happen. And mm. from then what they're going to do with the show, because the whole show is about the prison break get rearrested um, yeah like I don't, <laughs> don't understand like i don't see where it's gonna go but i'm excited mm -hmm. to see where it's gonna go so yeah. those are our weekly picks for the week and if you have anything that you'd like to recommend to us to watch for the week that you watched let us know and if you watched some of these shows that we recommended tell us what you think absolutely all right so alex why don't you take it away to the final bit of our show so this last piece of our show, my favorite part, is the audience participation part where we ask you to join us in watching something good, bad, or ugly. <laughs> um, this is called Netflix Roulette. Yes. So this week we got a TV show and it was actually a half hour manga mm -hmm. called Magi. Moggy? Yeah, yeah. Moggy, the Moggy. Labyrinth of Magic. We thought it was Magi, but now we have been corrected. It was it was Moggy. Yeah, as we watched the show, they yeah. started saying it, and we're like, okay, We had this to keep repeating sense. it. And yeah. We're like, okay, Moggy, and then we forget, yeah. and then Moggy, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> this that. show, we watch, We initially said we were going to watch three episodes. We ended up watching an extra one just because we, uh, I felt I like... the know what was happening. Well, I felt like the first three episodes were really just one episode in itself. It was a yeah. self-contained, like, multi-episodic story and so i felt like we needed to watch another one to see just what this show gave us and mm -hmm. man this show was weird it was but, so weird. but at the same time i don't watch enough anime and manga to know what is constituted as weird in that sense in the sense of anime and manga it was not weird yeah. <laughs> but if you don't watch much anime it was very confusing very weird i feel like you have to have read the manga to really understand what was going on in the show because yeah. i think they left out a lot because you were saying that Online, there was a lot of a lot of um, mangas released in between yeah. that explained more, um, but it just throws you in right in the middle. It's like traditional um, folklore sort of thing where it throws you in as the action is happening, mm -hmm. and the first thing that you find out is Aladdin doesn't know who he is. He doesn't even know what his name is. He's he's asking this big giant blue thing who what who he is, and then the Big giant blue thing turns out to be his buddy who comes out of a flute when he plays it. But, but if he plays a flute too many times, he gets really hungry. So he has to eat a lot of watermelon. It was really weird. <laughs> there was a lot of boobs. There was a lot, a lot of, of anime boobs. Oh my God. <laughs> I think my favorite part of this is the staple in every anime or manga show. And that is that you definitely know who the main character is based on their hair color. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you look at it, and it's like, that character has, like, everyone else has dark colored hair, and this one has pink or blue, and therefore, blonde, they, yeah. they are the main character. Yep. So, so if they're in a crowd, you know. Yeah. And it happens in every show, and so I found it hilarious to point that out in the yeah. show. Although, it was interesting to see that some of the villains in this show did stick out of the crowd as well, a little mm -hmm. bit. I mean, they still had the dark hair, but they did have to distinguish if, like, there was who a they cool, are. So there's a lot of, like, um talk about class in this show mm -hmm. and um there was so there were servants and the servants were all really um bizarre like there was this one guy who was like 
12 feet tall and he had an iron mask like Jason from Friday the 13th. Yeah. It was like just big mask over his face. And then there was the chick with the pink hair who had super strong legs. Like, if I was a superhero, that would not be my first choice of superhero powers, is having really strong thighs. And she could pick people really hard. It was weird. Um, they found my kryptonite in the show. Did they? Yeah, girls with strong girls legs. Girls with strong legs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, overall, 10 out of 10, would watch again. Yeah, I'll give it, <laughs> was, I'll give it, it two muscly weird. genies out of two. It five was, uh, anime boobs out of five. <laughs> five? Where'd the, where'd the other one go? It's a uniboob. I don't know. Uniboob? Oh, so it's like some yeah. like total recall shit. Yeah. Well, Where this is like, anime. It's, well, that's... The weird things happen in anime. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah. There's the, this one the stuff part... stuff come up with, man. This one part where they there was this creature that came out of the ground, and to fight it, the first thing this this the main character thought was I'll get it drunk on wine. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> anime fighting 101, get it drunk on wine and then you win. Well, I mean, isn't that how most Yes. I'm not going to no. <laughs> that's how you defeat me is you get yeah. drunk on wine. Well, that's why we do the the podcast drunk. So, Alex, should we pick our next We should. Victim? Okay. <gasps> so, we're going to have to do a check again to make sure this is on Canadian Yeah. Netflix. So, Again, our issues are that it doesn't appear sometimes on Canadian Netflix. So basically what we have to do is when we get the first choice, we're going to type it into Netflix. And if it doesn't appear, then we're going to choose the first title that comes up that is related to it. Yes. And we've also made a new rule that if it's a, a half-hour show, we're going to watch three episodes. If it's a one-hour show, we're going to watch at least one. And movies, we just watch it all the way through. Okay. Drum roll. This week, we are going to watch... Oh, Adele's going to hate this. The River Y, 2010. This has a Netflix rating of 3.5. Zach Guilford stars as Gus Orviston, a disconnected city dweller who abandons the urban rat race, moves to the wilderness to devote his time to fish flying, and begins a quest to pull a prized rainbow trout out of the river. And this definitely looks like a chip flick. Like, the front... The front cover is him and this chick fly fishing. First of all, and you think that I'm not going to like it because it's a chick flick? No, it looks bad. Like, just from the, <laughs> just from but the it cover doesn't have art. a three and a half? Yeah, it has a three and a so half. So it's point one under Coming to America. Yeah, but just like... So the cover photo, the top half is just a guy and a girl making out. I don't see a problem with that. Okay. <laughs> we'll see how I love goes. the notebook. So the river Y. Okay, so... Fly fishing and, and kissing and stuff. Just all the things I love to do. So, for this... <laughs> yeah. So, for this movie, we're going to post it into the description section of this video. And what we're going to do is, on, what, the day we post this, we're going to decide amongst ourselves which day we're going to watch it. Typically, it's a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Uh, but we're going to post, at the latest, Tuesday morning, what day we're going to watch this. So yes. give you a little bit of time just to get ready, sit down with us, and enjoy this movie. And we're going to live tweet it and live blog it yep. at our uh, social media, which is Film Fanatic Show. Alex is in charge of the Twitter. I'm in charge of the Tumblr. So I get to be a little bit more raunchy than her, which is fun. I know. It's really disappointing, especially after watching that, uh, <laughs> watching Moggy. I was like, some of this is so racy, but oh, I can't I say that going. on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So... Sometimes you'll you'll get some gifts from her on Twitter. Yeah. You'll get some raunchy from gifts. me on Tumblr. You get the best of both worlds. Yeah. So join us in it and just discuss with us. And uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. Mm -hmm. So with that, I think I think we're done. I think we are. Yeah, I think we went through That's everything. <laughs> so I mean, what what should we do? Well, I don't know. Just probably give up. I don't give know. Up Nothing left. And leave you in the attic <laughs> and just forget about you. No, 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 no. <laughs> out of the show yeah we're gonna write you out and just leave you in the attic <laughs> so yeah okay um is there anything you want to talk about anything um upcoming anything new well i posted my great wall review uh mm -hmm. so if you haven't watched that watch that because it's basically in line with what alex said but uh i add a little bit more in there about it just my in-depth knowledge and my apparent oh, you know that. experience <laughs> uh beyond that we're gonna be posting a video to do with uh, one of the actors from The Great Wall and maybe some of their best roles. 
And then beyond that, well, we kind of know what movies we're going to see for this month. So stay tuned. They're going to be probably the big ones. I mean, this month's going to be huge. So <gasps> it's it, going to be huge. Yeah. So it's gonna be stay, stay tuned for that. You already know which one I'm going to see if you watch this podcast. So, I mean, get excited for that. Okay. So if you have any questions or topics that you want us to talk about on the show, please email us at the fanatticpodcast at gmail.com. Or message us on our various social media platforms. Dylan, do you want to? Yeah, so our social media is we have Facebook, Twitter, uh, Tumblr, and Instagram. Mm -hmm. All of them are the same. It is at Film Fanatic Show. So you can message us there or, as Alex said, at thefanaticpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to get questions from you guys. Mm -hmm. We'd like to hear what you guys think about the movies and anything we recommended. And if you want to recommend anything to us that we might talk about in Weekly Picks, and if there's any news or topics that you see, random things like the six horrifying realities of sitcom universes, yeah. something like that, and you want us to talk about it amongst us or with a guest, send it our way. So I'm Dylan Phillips. And I'm Alex Hicks, and this has been the Fan Attic Podcast. So until next time, fanatics, keep it real. <laughs>